Welcome, for better or worse, to the Context <laughs> Machine. It's episode number 599, A Raging Palindrome. If ever there was one, I'm Brian Chaffin. And I'm Jeff Gamut. And uh, hey, um, uh, Brian hasn't updated the script yet, so I'm going to say please make sure you check us out at our at our new home. It's brand new. Contextmachine.io. <laughs> hey, we do have a new email address. What? Yeah, it's actually it's actually new. We we made it today. Context. Like the bits aren't even dry yet. They're not. That's how new it is. Context Machine Podcast at gmail.com. Right, because we spared no expense. <laughs> well, someone has context machine at gmail.com. Oh. Uh, uh. Should we send him an email and say, give us that name? Uh, Why didn't you yeah. do that, Brian? You send him an email and tell him to give us that Give name. it. Give it to us. Go on. Go on. Give it to us. The Context Machine Podcast at gmail.com. That's yes. pretty cool. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that. It works. Now, we could have gotten email associated with contextmachine.io. But, but we did, like but we I did said, not we spared no expense. <laughs> no, no expense. Speaking of being happy to be on the show, today's episode is sponsored by Zocdoc. <laughs> Yay, Zocdoc! <laughs> Yay, you! Congratulations. Uh, Jeff's going to tell you more about them in the show. Uh, that was his line that I took in the first place. We're at. Uh, you know, I don't even want to say it. We're on Twitter, but I mean. We 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 are on um I just realized the the two primary platforms we're on are now platforms where where they're like Voldemort to you. You do not want to say their names. Uh what? Facebook and Twitter? No, yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. But we are at Context uh, Machine on all of them. But we're on Mastodon too. What is it like Mastodon dot diddly dot squat? Slash at context machine or something. You are so good at this. Um, <laughs> we are context machine on mastodon.social and it's the mastodon where it's, there's no vowels in it. So it's MSTDN. So ridiculous, man. I, I, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. Do you remember a, when, when John Martellara would tell that joke and uh, he'd laugh every single time. The pirate one. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Arr, he drives me nuts. I do. I do remember that. I love that man. You know, it's funny. It, I, I swear to you, while we were talking, the, the last few seconds before we started recording the show, I sent John Marcellaro a text message that I'd finally started uh, Slow Horse. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was we he- were texting a couple days ago about uh, kids that uh, that are kind of like disconnecting from social media and stuff. Uh, disconnect. He is he disconnected? Yeah, I guess he is. No, kids. Kids. The Utes. What about the, what about the Utes? Disconnected. Who's? How are the Utes disconnected from the social media? There, there are some that are choosing to disconnect from uh from social media and a lot of uh, other online stuff and uh and like intentionally getting flip phone, flip phones instead of smartphones and really? uh, yeah huh. it's a thing that's yeah. interesting that's interesting anyway but we're, we're also on post because we have other topics did you did you create our post account i did i don't know if it's active yet do we uh we're looking for an email aren't we yeah, we're watching. Yeah, we're watching for an email. Uh, theoretically, it's going to be on it at Context Machine. Theoretically, yeah. Theoretically, um, I just checked the email again, and uh, yeah, no, nothing. there's nothing. That would be the Context Machine podcast at gmail dot com that we just created. Right, right, right. We are on the ball. Speaking, we are so on top of it of being on top of things. Uh, let's see here. We, um, w- the, we're going to talk about some TV stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Does that work? D- 
you like how I did that? Like I was surprised. Like, yeah, oh, I, I had no idea I what did. we were going to talk about. I know. And then I followed it up like, like I was buying it. And then you stepped on. The- anyway, the point is. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the point is that Apple did something. I, I, I'm pretty. I, I think it's new. Well, for you, it's new. <laughs> okay. The, well, this- okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. It's, it's, okay. A, bit re- it's a bit redundant. <laughs> it's new. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Brian, I apologize completely and unreservedly because I forgot that it all revolves around you. Exactly. Therefore, this is new. Just new. It's just new. It's just new, man. You don't need to. You don't need to get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, why so, do people listen to us? <laughs> so the new thing is um at least I thought it was new. Jeff it's did new, correct Brian. Me. It's new. Okay, great. Uh was that for Spirited, which is the uh Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell Christmas movie that is on Apple TV Plus, Apple mm-hmm. also brought in Anchorman. <laughs> No, really, Ichabod, they did. And um, no, 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 Anchorman is the one with uh, is the comedy. Okay, he, he's straight now. And Ichabod's looking at you, head tilted to the side going, uh, pretty much. But they brought in Anchorman, which is a movie that, you know, Apple had nothing to do with. Was never part of Apple TV. It's outside legacy content. Mm-hmm. And they brought it in, sort of like you know, as a prom- uh, as a partial promotion for Spirited. Mm-hmm. This is a change of strategy, except for uh, what, okay. what else have they brought in? Because I you, you did tell me that they brought in some other things too. Okay, so uh, if you go back and look at at uh, Spirited, the Spirited page on yeah. Apple TV Plus, okay, where you saw Anchorman was listed. Yeah, look closer. There's like six different movies that that involve Will Ferrell or Ryan Reynolds. Okay, but that that's are all there. Right, yeah, so Van Wilder, not Yeah, and so th- so these are all things that that are library content, not not Apple content. Uh yeah, yeah uh, uh right. And 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 we've we you and I have very specifically years ago talked about how we felt that Apple needed some kind of library of legacy content. It's mm-hmm. been a very successful strategy for, I don't know, little outfits called, you might've heard of these guys, Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. HBO max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ring, mm-hmm. Not ringing a bell. Uh, Showtime, uh, mm-hmm. Hulu, mm-hmm. any of these ring a bell, like all mm-hmm. of the services have had some kind of legacy content, either because they're a studio and it's their own legacy content and they're trying to do a streaming platform of some sort or because they're a service like Netflix, which is it's obviously its own independent streaming platform and they very actively acquired legacy content to, you know, to get people who want to go watch the old tried and true and familiar. Mm -hmm. Okay. But back to the point here, it's old school anchorman, semi-pro Kicking and Screaming and Van Wilder. Um, all of those either have Ryan Reynolds or Will Ferrell. And mm-hmm. this is all, these are all legacy shows that are being used to help promote Spirited. Mm-hmm. But you would imply that they'd done this before this too, because this was all done for Spirited. Making it new. Yes, they've done this with, with some some of the other original content uh, movies. Like what? That oh, see now now I have to try and remember. Um, great. Now I have to do a Google search on Apple TV Plus and look at. at I, I've um, actually got the Apple TV Plus Mac app open. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, I'm not sure which ones, but uh, they they have done this for for other movies that they have, where they have uh, uh, content that's not from uh, from any of the properties that Apple has licensing for uh, on Apple TV Plus. 
that's there and it's listed as uh, for a limited time. Here's all these special other things related to the people in this show. Um, okay. All so right. Th- to, so this is not the first. To your point, I'm seeing right now for slow horses. I thought it was slow horse. Slow. No, there's more than one. Which I just started, by the way, last night. We'll, we'll talk about that. I am that. so glad you're getting in into this. Uh, why? Have you watched it? You haven't watched it. Yes, I have. Oh, I have watched watch. season two. Oh, you haven't watched season two. Okay, got it. So, uh, what included with Apple TV Plus, this is on the Slow Horses page, which is the Gary Oldman uh, thriller, you know, spy thriller. Spy thriller. Series. Um, included with Apple TV Plus, watch more suspenseful hits as a limited time subscriber bonus. The Born mm-hmm. Legacy, The Born Ultimatum, Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy, which is Gary Oldman, uh, Mission Impossible, which is not Gary Oldman, and uh, neither are the Born movies, by the way, and the Mission Impossible 3. So we have Mission Impossible, Ghost, Ghost, Impo- Ghost, Ghost Story, and the Mission Impossible 3, but not like Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible. What are they doing? It's whatever they they got the the special licensing for. I I know, but it's so weird to have it be a partial collection. It should be the entire, you know, it should be all the Bourne movies, at least all the Jason, um, uh, what's his name, Matt, Matt, Matt uh, Damon, Matt Damon. Thank you. That's what I like to call him. It should be all the Matt Damon, uh, Bourne movies. But I, I'm getting hung up. Uh, I'm getting hung because the point is that this is a change in strategy. I would call it an overdue and much needed change in strategy. Having this legacy content be on Apple TV plus and having it not just be original content that's been made by and for Apple. Uh, I'm with you. And, uh, and I do think it's cool that Apple has, uh, uh, you know, ha- has this promotional stuff. Um, part of what makes it cool for me is that it shows that that uh, the different um, studios are not as uh, tight with the licensing as they have been previously with Apple. That you know, like they're they're willing to have uh, have some deals happen. Uh, and, uh, that's true. That's interesting. I wouldn't, I mean, who knows who owns these? It may not be the studios. It may be production companies. And the production companies have less of a. Um, yeah. Okay. So production companies, studios, who, whoever has the content, they are willing to, um, to do deals like this with Apple now. And, uh, and I don't think that was a thing previously. Uh, yeah, it's, I think I, I, I believe that it has mostly been the studios who have been, who have been, um, who've wanted to, 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 to keep the competition at bay. I don't think production companies, like, again, I guess it's really going to depend on who owns the rights to these things. Uh, and I'm noticing that like, uh, so Will Smith's attempt at, um, Regaining the good graces of Hollywood after the uh, Chris Rock slap incident, uh, emancipate. I'm talking about emancipation. It doesn't have any related content that's free or available on mm-hmm. a limited time basis. Uh, Maya Rudolph's loot doesn't seem to have any. Oh uh, nope, doesn't seem to have any related content that's available. Um, Mosquito Coast. I wonder if Mosquito Coast does. Nope. Mosquito Coast. Nope. Nope. Are you? Do you have the app open? Yep. I. Um. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't hear uh, uh, the Apple chime a moment ago when I accidentally started playing Will Smith's movie instead of simply opening the page that talks about it. Ah. Yay me. Yeah. That's sounds like something I would have done. Really. Oh yeah. Well, I was channeling my inner Brian. Uh, Echo 3, which, by the way, is a little bit too jingoistic for me. Um, 
Like I want to, I want to enjoy it, but it's just kind of annoying me the crap out of me instead. It does have included with Apple TV Plus stuff, Syriana, which is a movie that was not made for Apple. Man on Fire, also not made for Apple. Argo, not made for Apple. Rendition and Green Zone. So anyway, Echo Three also has uh, uh, legacy. External content that Apple brought in, um, in part to promote its own property. Mm-hmm. And the, the, these are good things. I, I still wish Apple would bloody well buy a studio with, you know, a big library. I wish, I wish that, like, I wish I could watch all the Star Trek stuff. I, I, I know that Paramount's not going to sell Apple, but. Star Trek. And I know that Disney's not going to sell Apple, you know, Lucas films. Right. I, you know, I realize those things aren't going to happen, but uh, I wish that Apple would buy, I wish there was, there was a lot of legacy stuff that I could go and watch a lot of old favorites. Uh, I'm with you. I I'm sure that uh, if you were talking with, uh, with Apple executives, uh, right now and telling them the same thing, they, they would say, well, that's that's why we have the iTunes store. So you can go and buy or rent that content anytime you want. But yes. you, it would be nice to have it as part of the subscription as opposed to I, I have to go pay for it. On, um, yeah. All right. I accept your apology. <laughs> Mm. Okay, oh, and I accept your apology for um, um, uh, realizing that this is not new. <laughs> Do you know when it started? Uh, earlier this year. Um, okay, you literally picked the longest stretch of time possible for that phrase to have meaning. It's the end of Thank December, you. earlier this year. It's a long time. It's a long stretch. Yeah. Uh, um, in my defense, I knew this was a thing. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I, you know, it, if, if I tried to narrow it down more, I, I would say, I think this started um, at the beginning of summer, but it may have been earlier than that, but it was this year sometime. Okay, well, believe it or not, Jeff. Ask me next week, and it'll be literally even longer window. We are already 18 minutes into the show. So before we start talking about some of the specific stuff, why don't you tell us about ZocDoc? Oh, actually, I would love to tell you about ZocDoc. So um, ZocDoc, for those of you that don't know, ZocDoc, it's a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed. They take your insurance and are available when you need them. So what does that mean? What that means is, let's say you're on the hunt for a doctor that, uh, that can address whatever the specific thing is that that you want a doctor for and uh, what what do you do how do you find those doctors um i mean it's not like you can just walk in a in a store and hold up a big yellow sign that says i need a doctor and hope you get the the right one it's not how it works um although now i kind of want to try that but that's not how it works what you need is to have a system where it's easy to find the types of doctors you need and then, and then look at how they are rated by people that have that have worked with those doctors as patients, and then figure out if it's a doctor that actually takes your insurance, and uh, and have a system that makes it easy to do all of that. That's what Zocdoc does. So you can find a specialist for whatever you need, and. Uh, and then um, you can get signed up for an appointment. And uh, and a lot of those you can actually get like within 24 hours. So here's what you need to do. You need to go to ZocDoc.com slash ACM and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. And many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash ACM, ZocDoc.com slash ACM. And hey, thank you, ZocDoc, for being our sponsor today. 
Indeed, uh, indeed, and I would like to apologize for Jeff for sending us something that distracted him. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, you did. There it is. <laughs> Hold on, let me look at what you're distracting me with. No, 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 no. Let's um, let's. Uh, you can yeah, go ahead and look. So, um, <laughs> the <laughs> oh, <laughs> should, should we include that a link to that in the show notes? Yeah, it'll end up in the show notes. Basically, what Brian sent me is a link that tells me we just need to pack up our food and our power <laughs> generators and go hide in the mountains <laughs> and, yeah. and watch out for for Statue of Liberty on the beach. Yeah, definitely, definitely watch out for the Statue of Liberty on the beach. So uh, let's see here. All right. I watched Spirited. This would be the uh, Ryan Reynolds... And um, Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell Christmas Musical. Technically, it's the Will Ferrell Christmas Musical with Ryan Reynolds. It is not. Is it really? Beca- yeah, it's, this is a Will Ferrell thing. But um, I, I point that out on, only because um, I, I'm being mostly pedantic. Okay. That's it. Anyhow, so the the real point is that here's this this uh, Christmas. Oh my God, Will Ferrell does have movie. top billing S- uh, on Apple. It says starring Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, Octavia Spencer. Mm-hmm. How the heck does Ryan does Will Ferrell have billing over Ryan Reynolds? He owns Mint Mobile because because it's it's he his owns Mint Mobile. Movie. Yeah, but but Will Ferrell, I believe he's also one of the producers of the movie. And one of the writers, and uh, it's, I mean, th- this is a Will Ferrell production with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that makes sense. He, and he's, he's terrific. In it. They're both terrific. In it. I, I'm a huge Ryan Reynolds fan um, in general. Like, I, like, like, I mean, is there anything that the man can't do? Um, I'm thinking, and um, um, yes, he cannot play Green Lantern. <laughs> All right, I, I haven't seen his version of Green Lantern, but I will accept. Uh, I will accept that correction. Uh, Spirited is it's a musical. It's a Christmas. I mean, like they're very clearly trying to make a new Christmas thing, mm-hmm. and they have probably succeeded. Although I wonder if the limited release on just Apple will keep it from being the thing that it could have been otherwise. Um, it was also in the theater. Oh, was it? Yeah. Is it on theater now? Because it was just released. Um, I don't know if it's still in the theater, but it definitely it definitely had a theatrical release. If only there was some kind of uh, way of checking whether or not a Violent Night is still out. Wow. Uh, um, let's see. So Spirited hit the movie theaters on November 11th. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't realize it was that long. So, ago. yeah. So it was in the theaters before it, uh, it rolled out on Apple TV plus. And it's still and in theaters now. Some theaters limited. It's clearly not on a ton of screens. Like in the Bay area, I'm seeing it on three screens on at movietickets.com. Oh, how funny. You you went to movietickets.com and I went to fandango.com. Uh, that is fair to go to Fandango. No, you cannot use my Violet location. Night. I cannot believe that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Spirited. Yeah. yeah, Fandango is currently showing it also. Oh, many more screens. Many more screens than movie tickets. So anyway, it's still in the theaters now. So maybe it maybe it will be uh, the Christmas thing, and it probably should be a Christmas thing. It is certainly uh, good. It's clever. It's funny. It's well done. It's well made. The songs are fun. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell both sing really well. Octavia mm-hmm. Spencer is is a delight in the show. I uh, wish and, there, and what I a wish voice. She, she was in even more of the show, which is not to say that she's not really there very much. I just loved her so much. I, I want, I wanted her on screen in every scene. That is fair. And her voice is amazing. Mm-hmm. 
so it's a really it's a really cute show. I I think that getting this movie was uh, a smart thing on Apple's part. I agree completely. Having the yeah. other movies on there too, smart thing as we already discussed. Um, mm-hmm. I will watch Spirited again. I don't know that it's a movie that I would watch like over and over again, though. And most Christmas movies have that in common. Well, okay, so there there are a couple types of Christmas movies. You have the Christmas movies where it's like a tradition. You just want to, it's just a thing you watch. Even if it's not every year, there's a good chance it could be. Like a Christmas story. And, and yeah, so like Christmas story and Die Hard and, um, and now Spirited. Did you see uh, Bruce um, Willis recently say that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie? Um, I, um, he's yeah, wrong. That sounds vaguely familiar. He's wrong. He, I mean, like he's wrong. But I was very surprised to hear him come out on that side of of this very amusing, long running debate. Well, I mean, th- there's also the debate is uh, is is Lethal Weapon, the first Lethal Weapon, a Christmas movie. Hmm. Uh, um, planes, trains, and automobiles. Hmm. Um, oh, Home Alone, definitely a, a Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, for for sure. Okay, now the other type of Christmas movie is uh, is formulaic, and and they're designed so that uh, you don't have to watch closely or even the whole movie. And when you, uh, you know, so like movies you have on in the background while you're making Christmas cookies, and when you look back at the screen. It doesn't matter which movie it is. You know where it is in the movie. Are you talking about, are you talking about like the Hallmark style or are you talking about the classic style? No, the the Hallmark style. ah. And it's, I mean, it's, and and I'm not like saying that in a, they just make formulaic movies. No, they literally have a formula for the movies that, uh, that the writers follow so that you can watch any movie and you know exactly what's going to happen and you can jump in anywhere and you're never lost. Yeah. I'm the right. It's yes. For sure. Unlike uh, lethal weapon where, where uh, you have this wonderful Christmas movie that uh, um, I mean, you never know. Maybe the top of the tower won't explode this time. <laughs> Maybe it won't. Uh, all right. So moving, shall we move on? Oh, sure. Uh, something else. I've uh, I just fa- finished it. I had like day or two ago. I don't think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It must have been two days ago. Uh, Wednesday. Netflix is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Did you watch it? I did. Um, I uh, ended up, I think I I might have binged it over the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Ah. Um, yeah. I I enjoyed it. There, there were a few points where where I was like, okay, come on, let's let's get moving again. But I uh, I, I enjoyed the whole series and I thought it was a lot of fun. And I really liked the nods to the original uh, uh, comic strip series, to the uh, the television series, and then the movies. Yeah, I mean, like finally, finally they got Gomez right. Short right. and short and 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 fat. Uh, you know, I, I thank you, Brian, for noticing that. So many people were were looking at this character and thinking, "Wait, this is this isn't, um, um, you know, the the tall, suave guy that I remember from the the TV show." Wow, or, people, you know, what, people would say that. I know, crazy. I know, but I'm so glad that 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 you're calling out that oh, yeah. they're My being eagle true eye. to the uh to the original source material. Okay, fine folks. I was complaining that Gomez was short and fat. And Jeff had to point out to me that the the <laughs> source material, the comic strip that the original TV show is based on had a short and fat Gomez. And here's the thing, after you told me that, I then remembered having seen 
comic book frames, excuse me, comic strip frames uh, from the original Adams Family comic strip and, and, and realized that you were uh, entirely correct. Um, I accept your apology. Oh, yeah. But, this, this, is, this is actually an apology. And I, thank you. I, I was trying to to set it up so it looked like you were like an expert on Adam's family source material. I know, but having made the, you know, having stolen that credit from you in the first place, I couldn't actually let people think, uh, you know. Maybe lie. they would have thought we both knew. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Regardless, I had forgotten that, that Gomez was supposed to be short and fat. So it is cool that, that uh, Tim Burton got that correct. I mean, you know, he's... I guess it doesn't surprise me that he that he would get something like that correct. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I feel like the casting was uh, was spot on. Jenna Ortega is just absolutely amazing. Um, she, you know, though, I she should try smiling more. Oh my god, she'd be so much prettier. <laughs> oh my god, I am, I am kidding. <laughs> I am kidding. Comments and complaints. (laughs) I am. I am trying to mock that mindset, not actually channel it. Uh, The she is. She is so intense in this in this in this series. But one of the things I love most about her acting is how you see her thinking and taking in in and absorbing new information. Mm Hmm. Right, she 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 does this thing with her eyes mostly, um, where you can see her, like especially when it's information that contradicts something she already thought, mm-hmm. or when it challenges something that's like that she that either is part of her core beliefs about herself or that she wants to be core beliefs about herself, and and you know and she gets challenged in some way. Or she, you know, she learns this new information. And you can just see her, like you can see her thinking it and like sort of dissecting it and 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 uh, you know and absorbing it, and most particularly not rejecting it. Right. Yep. And I, yep. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed watching this character do that. And um, you had an observation. You had a different observ- observation about her eyes. Um, I, I did. And, uh, um, this is a thing that a lot of people have been, uh, uh, talking about. There was a conscious decision by, um, 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 Spielberg and Spielberg. Jenna Ortega you mean to have went. Spielberg uh, produced this? No. Isn't that funny? What? How, how, where did I'm that come from? Tim Burton. Um, yeah, Tim Burton. Oh my god! Yeah, very similar, very similar <laughs> to Steven Spielberg. <laughs> they look alike. I don't know. Um, um, anyhow, so Tim Burton, Jenna Ortega, they 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 made a uh, decision to have Wednesday not blink. Mm. So did they have to? Did they have to like uh, correct any blinks, or did they just shoot they it to until any she didn't blink? I. Um, I don't know if they had to correct any. My understanding was that she simply did not blink during the scenes. Hmm. And, and of course you can, you do multiple takes so they could probably like if, if it's a longer scene where you see her rise for an extended period, do that with, uh, with a couple takes and, uh, and not use a part where she actually does blink. Sure. Sure. Uh, I was astounded to learn that the day they did the dance sequence that has like swept TikTok and Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, she had COVID. It was the, her first day of COVID. I yeah, I saw something about that recently too, and apparently a lot of people were not happy to discover that. Uh, no, because there she was. I mean, there were a lot of people who would have been exposed to COVID that she was doing that. But, um, I, what she said in the interview that I saw where I saw her mention this was that, uh, she didn't have a test back yet. They were waiting, they were waiting for test results. Okay. Now see, that's just irresponsible for, for the production team, because if they knew they were waiting for a test back. Yes. 
I agree. Then you just assume you have COVID. Uh, correct. And don't expose all these other people. But the fact that she was able to put in that performance while, while sick, pretty astounding. And she choreographed the dance. She, yeah. Two days before starting two days before, like she came up with it like two days before needing to do it. I didn't realize it was, uh, so close and to, uh, she learned the- cello enough to fake the cello performance. Oh, interesting. Okay. Right. I mean, because I, I, you know, I, uh, the being a musician, I often look for signs of whether or not the actor who is playing an instrument in a scene, whether or not, I mean, I, I know that you're almost never hearing the audio that's taking place while it's being filmed. That's, that's almost never the case, but what I'm looking for are, signs of whether or not the the actor at least knows how to play their instrument it bothers me when it when it's obvious that they don't know how to play yes and it's also it annoys me when when they can't be when when the 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 filmers and and or the actors can't be bothered to do a better job of faking that annoys me too, but she apparently learned how, I mean, she, she is certainly not playing that piece. I've seen some fairly, fairly, um, uh, comprehensive breakdowns suggesting that no one human being could play that, that actually play oh, okay. that, that piece live. There, there are just, there are some parts of it. There, there's too many notes being played at the, sa- at the same time for someone to be playing on cello. And that's fine. The fact of the matter is, though, that this young woman learned how to play cello well enough to be able to successfully pretend. Leaf was not broken. Not even a little bit. And that's amazing. And, and her German yeah. apparently was learned for the show. Really? Yes. That's some serious commitment to the to the and, role and ability. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, all, all hail Jenna Ortega, our future overlord, uh, assuming it's not the monkeys. Right. Um, yeah. The, the link to the monkeys reference will be in, uh, in the show notes. Um, um, I want to give a call out to one of the other characters that I really liked and I thought was done really well and could have been a disaster. Yeah. And that's the character of Enid. Oh, okay. Why? Um, so did she exist in the comics? um, there's Not no that way. I know of. Okay, so what what were you worried about? Well, when okay, so when we have Wednesday and Enid meet, yeah, uh, Enid is a character that's obviously supposed to be the uh, the anti Wednesday. Yes, and you can you can play that in a way where it just becomes this syrupy candy, yeah. way over the top thing that just doesn't fit. But um, the actress that plays Enid uh, uh, nails it, and it comes across as this really good balance to the character of Wednesday, and uh, and you get that nice, here's the dark Wednesday, and here's the rainbow and sparkles Enid, and the two end up, the two characters end up fitting together in a really good way that uh, that does not detract from the show. So uh, that was really well done. And I'm sure it's a combination of good writing, but then also the actress who I just looked up, Emma Myers, uh, she did, she did a really good job of playing that character and then being able to play against Jenna and have it work. Um, Cause it would have been so easy for Jenna to just like, like completely overpower the scenes. Didn't happen. Uh, fair and fair and fair. I would also like Bianca, the actress who played Bianca, who is the siren. She was amazing. Yes. Um, and, um, I, oh, I, Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh I yeah. Think, she was, uh, she was terrific. She played a, a wonderful, um, Morticia. She did. I would say that, um, by the way, I kept, I kept thinking that Christina Ricci looked like, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, how interesting. Like, like 
She looks like Reese Witherspoon. Could be utterly wrong about that. Uh, but then there was also the 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 headmistress. What was her name? Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn I, Christie. I, I can't remember the character's Weems. name. Weems. Okay. Uh, Gwen, uh, the principal, Larissa Weems. Uh, anyway, that was Gwendolyn Christie. She was amazing. Uh, I thought that uh, Jamie McShane, who played Sheriff uh, Galpin, I thought he was great. Yes. Like, that is another role that could have been awful, right? Could have been, you know, really stereotypical and, you know, annoying. And instead, I, I actually thought he was quite believable and captivating. Um, I thought that the young man who played uh, uh, Xavier, uh, whose name is, I'm looking, Percy Hines White, I thought he was great. Uh, the I, I didn't actually much care for the character of Tyler. Um, um, that would be Sheriff okay. Galpin's uh, son. Yep, the, the coffee shop son. guy. Coffee shop guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, just it's a it's a really good show. All the actors and actresses did a terrific job. Uh, what's his face? This <laughs> Spielberg. Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim Burton did a great job. Uh, oh, uh, Eugene, whose name is Musa Mustafa. He, and Eugene was great. He's the he's the uh, he's the young boy who is, oh, yeah, is in the, the, the beekeeper kid. The beekeeper kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that that could have been uh, a throwaway stereotype, totally flat character, totally flat. And and uh, and yeah, I, would you say? Um, uh, there we go. I've got the list up now. Musa, he uh, he really brought Eugene to life. He really did. I thought that Imam Marson, who played Lucas, uh, this would be. A uh, young man who uh, trying we're, we're clearly trying not to do spoilers. Um, he is a townie, a normie, who had a somewhat, you know, like uh, not complicated. I don't, I don't. Anyway, guy plays Lucas. Look him up if you need to. He was great. I thought he actually that character could also have been awful and flat and you know and just a caricature and he was not ricky lindholm who played uh dr kenbot she was great as dr kenbot yes yes yeah so like like all these people were great and i mean gwendolyn christie going back to principal weems uh, she she just grabbed the camera every scene she was in she would grab the camera well, that's Gwendolyn Christie. And, and you know, she was able to definitely go up against uh, 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 Jenna Ortega in scenes. And, and you know, the, 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 the tension between the two of them, both as actresses and, and as characters, was just, it was great. It was terrific. It's a good show. I like the show. I'm looking forward to season two. I, I, I definitely enjoyed the show. I'm looking forward to another another season. Um and uh, and I'm curious to see how the uh, the debate rages out over time about who's the best Uncle Fester. Oh, that is because that is because we have TV shows, movies, and uh, and now Uncle Fester in Wednesday, and uh, they're 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 all played, I think, really well and in and in different ways. Uh, they are. I although I thought that um, um, uh, my boy, what's his name? Oh my god, Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Thank you. Who plays Uncle Fester in the new show? I thought he was doing a terrific throwback to, if not the character, the acting sensibilities of the original Fester from the original black and white show. There's there were just a lot of things he did that were just like channeling that guy even even though the character is very much not the same character yeah okay yeah i can see there's some of that yeah it's yeah I, have, I really enjoyed his uncle fester i enjoyed his uncle fester a lot it was go- oh you know another thing the thing thing could have been stupid and as it is i kept finding myself wondering how they did it Oh, have you seen any of the articles? No. Is it all it? CGI? No. It's a it's an actor. With the green, it's a, like a green suit? Or a magician. And 
uh, he, you know, he does like, like sleight of hand work. And so he's in a blue suit Sure. where at the wrist where his hand is sticking out. So his hand is not blue at, uh, where he's at the wrist, the cuff, there's this, uh, fake, uh, wrist stump that's added on. And so then he is CGI'd out sure. of the shots. So there, there are these photos, uh, you know, like there, there are scenes where where Wednesday is sitting at a table, and uh, and Thing is on her shoulder. So she she's sitting in a chair that's low. He's laying on the ground behind her with his hand up on her shoulder. So when so yeah when, those those make sense, but there are there were a lot of angles that I couldn't figure out how they either had. Oh, I see what they did. I see the fake wrist that you mentioned. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah okay. So, so there were some so angles it's a that I just practical hand. Yeah. Meaning it's his. Yeah. Yeah, I see that now. Oh, very clever. They did a great job of that. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, a wonderful interpretation of thing. Yeah, absolutely terrific. Absolutely terrific. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we have, uh, I think we went on about Wednesday a lot longer than we planned. Yeah. See, the funny thing is, um, here's behind the scenes stuff for everyone. Before we record, Brian wants to make sure we have a lot of stuff. So we have enough to cover in a show. And, and, and I keep saying we have more than enough. We've we've got enough. (laughs) Well, all right. In brief, I started season three of mythic quest. I had been a little disappointed because I love season one and two so much. Still great. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then you said that you haven't even watched season one. I haven't. Yeah. That's, 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 that, that is, that was, that's a mistake. Watch season one of mythic quest. And season two. And, and, I, and I will. I, I will get to it. Yeah, but um, don't get to it like you're eventually going to read a book. Actually get to it. Like, you, once you start you know, it, you I, won't If I stop. get to it like I read a book, I will get partway in and then and then start reading or watching something else. No, but you have plenty of books that you never even start. Well. I know that for a we fact. All, well, we yeah, yeah. We don't all equally have books that we never start. You've got books you never finish, but then you've got a bunch of books you never even bother to start. Mythic, watch Mythic Quest. You're going to start it, and you're not going to be able to stop it. All right. Well, I, I will watch it, but I need to finish uh, season one of Only Murders in the Building. Uh, okay. I, Which I, need I to watch recently that started watching. I need to watch that, too. Am I getting it right? Is it Only Murders in the Building? Um, yeah, it's only murders in the building. Okay. Yep. And then I also just started Slow Horse season one. Uh, season two is out, right? Season two just came out, and I need to start watching season two. I loved season one. I'm really I'm well done series. Partway, but uh, Ichabod needed to go outside. So I'm partway through episode two mm-hmm. of season one. And, you know, so just started it and very, very much loving it. Um, there's definitely some good TV to be had these days. I, I agree. And, uh, and, and I will not give you any spoilers for the series because you know how I am about spoilers. Um, so avoiding all spoilers, I will simply say um, you are going to be delighted with the twists and turns that you get to experience throughout the episodes, which, which is what you want in a spy thriller series. Yeah, I, I was definitely expecting that. That's for sure. I, I like Gary Oldman. I keep earlier. I was calling him Gary Oldman. That is, I've got a friend who manages to make to say uh, names and business names sometimes with em- emphasizing the syllables uh, in a way that's not usual. And that's where putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Correct. Yes, and Gary Oldman would be one of those things. I love Gary Oldman, and uh, he's he's just amazing. Don't love his politics. I don't know anything about his politics. Keep it don't that tell way. me. Keep it that way. Just keep it that yeah. way. Um, I, I'm definitely enjoying the series. And uh, and definitely, I definitely, definitely need to get season two under my belt. Yeah, and, and you need to watch Mythic Quest. 
and Mythic Quest. All right. On that happy note, check this out. Check check th- there's check that out because that is Whoa. this week's context machine. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Way cool. <laughs> if you have anything to comment on, add or question, you can write me. You can look me up at uh, Geek Tells G E E K T E L L S on the Twitter, on the post, and somewhere on Mastodon. I don't even know where. Whatever. Aren't you on Mastodon.social or Mastodon.cloud? I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Well, the, the great thing is uh, search so for ridiculous. people is much better on uh, Mastodon now. So uh, finding people without knowing which uh, instance they're on is working much better. Uh, which instance they're on? It's the IRC of social media. And that's not a compliment. <laughs> listen i want still I, yeah I, I anyway i'm still i'm still enjoying post where you can also find me at geek tales or and you can find her i think we're gonna have we're gonna have our <laughs> podcast have an account too uh our bandwidth by the way provided by cashfly bases by boom recorded by dr boom by dr boom recorded just for this show and uh, you're somewhere I am. I'm Jay Gamut uh, consistently across social media platforms. Um, since since um, we're talking about Brian's favorite of all time, Mastodon.social. That's where I am on Mastodon. But which which Mastodon.social? But it's the one without the vowels. Is yeah, it the one yes. with the numbers instead of vowels? My, mine has all the letters. Oh, yours yours has all the letters. Wow, that's yeah, really useful. That's super, super duper cool. Okay. Uh, also, I'm on post with with uh, as Jay Gamut. Um, although um, um, it it's like watching toast, so <laughs> I haven't uh, really done anything there. Yeah, I've got the. Uh, by the way, I've got the um, the my toaster is the toaster oven from uh, that that company. Um. That one coming Balmuda Industries. Balmuda. No, no, Balmuda. And it's a toaster oven, but you put water in like just like, three milliliters of water and it is creates it coal this. powered or? Nope. It is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, the, 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 the water then makes a like uh, 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 a cloud of steam to keep your bread from, keep your bread soft even while it's toasting. It, it works. <laughs> I'm going to start coughing now. If if uh, if this is a video podcast, people would be looking at me with this incredibly deadpan face while I'm just blinking, which is my WTF face. Which is um, fair, but it does make for a better bagel. No, you see, you see what see what happens when you try and mist your toast. You end up with these voice problems, Brian. Yeah, I just should have gone. I should have gone with this. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I yeah, appreciate you joining us. Toast. That's what happens, people. <laughs>